It is more important now than ever for families to instill the values they want into their children and equip them to make better choices in life. Timeless Truths will inspire you to do just that. Thank you to my friend Daryl Rolark, the recording artist, composer, and producer of this music called Beautiful Soul. Good day, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Timeless Truths. I have a special guest with me today. His name is Daryl Rolark, and if that name sounds familiar to you, it does. And it is because he is the musician and artist and composer that has the music on the entrance uh, to this podcast. So it's on the intro and the outro. And I mention his name, Daryl Rolark. He's a good friend of mine. And I just thought it was really important to bring him on as a guest to talk about music, especially going into this Christmas season. But music is really important to him. And I want him to tell us why it's important to all of us as well. So I'd like to turn this over to my friend, Daryl. Hi, everybody. And I want to thank you very much for the introduction. Let me give a little background on myself. My name is Daryl Rogark, and I was born in Chicago, Illinois. And I've been in music primarily all of my life. My history of music goes back to when I was five years old. My dad had what I considered the largest jazz record collection. And I used to go into his albums, and I would listen to them. And jazz is primarily the genre that he listened to. And I would listen to this music, and it just drew to me. and just the concept of music, it just draws to me to become a musician. And the first instrument that my dad bought me was a guitar. And I started out primarily as a rhythm guitarist, even though I didn't take the instrument seriously until I was age 11. And at the age of 11, that's when I took the instrument seriously. And I just started writing a lot of concepts in music. And one of the gifts in music that I can say that I have is that I have the ability to hear color in music. And I can hear a particular chord and it's just a particular color. For example, if I say a C major, that color is yellow, or C minor is a yellowish orange, every hue of color represents the chord. And each one of them is the hue. It is the oral prism of music. And I was writing music since I was age 11. And the category that I would describe it is contemporary instrumental, which really didn't have any particular style. And I would say that my style of music is considered inspiratainment, which is inspirational entertainment. And I've been doing music primarily since I was age 11. And I have been in various talent shows, and I have been in various contests and I've won successfully since then. When I started writing music, I started doing a lot of what was known as cassette-based albums. And my first cassette-based album was in 1987 when I was in college. And between 1987 and 1998, I have recorded over 30 cassette based albums and each one of them is equivalent to a double album so that tells you how many songs that i have written since then my first cd that i have recorded and even though it was never officially released 
was in 2000 called the best times in life. And I have recorded several between 2000 and 2008. I've been recording CDs professionally now for the last 10 years since 2013. My debut album came out in 2013 called Adoration, which is listed under Godful Jazz. And Godful Jazz is one of the primary genres that I do, along with smooth jazz as well. I've released a lot of albums since then, dating back to 2018, where I've released Solidify and Pleasant Getaway. In 2019, I have released two albums. The first one is a gospel jazz called Make a Joyful Noise. And months later, I released This Moment. And in 2020, I have released the groundbreaking album Tonality, which one of the songs is used for the podcast, Beautiful Soul, which that's the album it came from. And in 2021, I have released also Key Factor, the album. And just last year, around December, my late wife and I, and really, and really she's here, and so she's only gone and by the benign spirit, we have released a Christmas album together called A D&D Connection Christmas. And just last year, I have released several albums, with the, with the one being in June called Persistence. And Persistence is my 12th album, and that basically describes my endurance being in the music industry this long. And so I've written over 500 songs ranging in different styles of music from R&B to jazz to contemporary gospel and a lot of genres since then. That that is amazing and I just love the the song Beautiful Soul. I you know I I like your music and I listen to several of them and that's the one that I chose. I just I feel like it's so serene and it's very uplifting at the same time. So that that is everybody the the song that you are listening to uh when you tune into Timeless Truths. Um so you had talked about uh Dawn and the D&D connection. Can you tell me a little bit about the D&D connection? The D&D stands for our first names, Daryl and my wife Dawn, and that's how we came up with the name the D&D Connection. And what's so phenomenal was that when, before we got married, her initials were DR, just like mine is DR, and that's something that we had in common. And so when we got married, her initials stayed the same, DR. And so basically, one of the things that Dawn has told me was that um, she did play violin. She played violin when she was eight years old. And just 10 years ago at church, which was known as Family Harvest Church then, somebody recommended Dawn to the Beverly Arts Center in in the Beverly area to do violin lessons. And that was something that I encouraged and supported her on as well. And when she got to the point that she got so advanced to playing music, I told Dawn that this was something that she needed to continue. Never settle on anything less. This is your time to pursue your dreams. Just as I pursue my dreams with music, she can do the same thing because she never wanted to take this to the grave. And that's the one thing, just a little side note, that I tell everybody that it's never too late to pursue your dreams or your goals. And I ask people, what is the richest place in the world? The richest place in the world is the cemetery and the graveyard because 
That's where so many people take their dreams that have never fulfilled it. And Dawn has fulfilled that. And we became so advanced to the point that I had her on one of my albums. And it was dated back to 2019 called Make a Joyful Noise. And this is a song that we co-wrote together called Manifested Blessings. And we did that for a lot of church services. And a lot of people were so amazed by that. And from that point in 2019, she has been on each and every album up until the time before she played Strings Now with the Lord. And one of the breakaway songs that we did together was on her second appearance on my 2019 album called This Moment and the song that we did together called Meant to Be. And each title represents the unity and the love that we have together. And what is, and what is phenomenal about Meant to Be is this. The couples that are meant to be are the ones who have been through everything that was designed to tear them apart and came out stronger than before. And that was the strong unity that we have. And this next album, which was Tonality, we did a song called Standing Together because we stand together in faith and we are rooted in faith and in music. And we have modeled that. The couple that prays together and plays together stays together. In 2021, we did a song, she did a song called step by step because we always stand with each other step by step and fitting before she passed on my 2023 album called persistence it's a song that we did together called love you for life and that was a very fitting tribute called love for life because she loves me and i love her for life that even if either one of us leaves we'll always be with uh, with uh, each other that she's always with me, I'll always be with her, so we are never, ever, ever separated regardless. And that is such a good way to view it. It's hard for you to have her gone, but you know she's dancing on the streets of golden heaven, and you know you are connected forever. So I, I like that song. That is, that is really good. Thank you. That is really good. And it, when you talked about when you were, you know, young and, and you know, age. 11 and everything really started. So what was your journey from that point on, you know, through like your teen years and into, you know, adulthood with uh, music? Well, the time that I was a teen, I have been in several talent shows, just showcasing my talent with the guitar. And I was just playing primarily with the guitar. And a lot of people were so amazed with that. The switch to keyboards didn't came until around 1984. When I saw one of my idols in concert, Kirby Hancock, and when I saw him, I said, that was going to be my next instrument. Him and Chick Corea, those are the two influences that inspired me to play keyboards. And I have played keyboards in late 1985. That's when I partially laid down my guitar and picked up on keys and from that point on, that's when the other instruments started taking place. And when I went off to Southern Illinois University in Carbondale, that's when other instruments started taking place, such as the bass guitar, which is my secondary instrument. And one of the concerts that I saw was this jazz group, Spiral Gyra. And that's what led me down the path of becoming a smooth jazz musician 
the genre that I play today. And I've been in several talent shows and have won quite a lot, believe it or not, since then. And it was in 1986 when I started just writing songs and all I had was just a small keyboard, which was, which was only 49 keys and a small guitar and a big dream. I had a big dream of doing a lot and just putting my music down to cassette tape and just doing something. And I had no idea that I was going to be doing a lot of cassette-based albums. And it was something that happened and it just became a passion. It was a seed that it just grew within me and something that the Lord has birthed within me that this was going to be my destination to lead people and to minister to people through music. And there's a saying that says, where words fail, music speaks. And I speak through my music and I speak through it with a lot of people. And I have received countless testimonies of how my music has helped them every step of the way. And I've been with a lot of bands since then. And my first band really was called Bottom Line. And we were a rock band and we were okay. And we did a few shows. But one of the greatest inspirations that came to me was in 1988. And I was a vocalist and a keyboardist with this college group called Voices of Inspiration, which was a gospel group. And I did a lot of projects with them and it was just a great experience just being there and just edifying and uplifting the name of the Lord. Oh, that that is amazing. And you followed your dreams and, and I liked what you said about dreams. Do you have any like words of wisdom to any of the listeners if they have a dream of doing something in music? Absolutely. It is never too late to pursue your dreams. And like I said earlier, you never want to take your dream to the grave because that's where so many people take their dreams. You want to pursue it where you are here, where, where the Lord has put you here at a time, at a place like this right now. For example, for a lot of people, if it took you 60 years to get your college degree, you've earned it. If you, it, it has taken you many years to find true love, you've found it. And I always say to people, Never let the world or society define your talent based on their timeline of success. Everyone's timeline of success is different. So with music, you can pursue that no matter what age you are. You can be as young as two years old or you can be as old as 90. It is never too late to pursue your dreams with the music. Oh, that is so good. And and you have said that music really helps bring people together as, as well. And how, how, can you explain what you mean by that? What brings people together, and this dates back to, um, if you go back to the Bible, and especially with uh, what, what uh, David has done, and I use the scripture a lot, which is found in 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 23, which says, and it came to pass, whenever the evil spirit was upon Saul, David would take out his harp and play for him. And Saul was refreshed, and the evil spirit departed from him. I saw that as an anointing, and I saw that as therapy. And it is therapeutic, which shows that music can be used to heal a lot of people. 
And that was a calling that I wanted to use that. And if you go throughout the Bible, it is musical, especially the book of Psalms. It is totally musical. And each and every one explains the song. And my favorite psalm out of there is the, is the very last psalm, which is praise ye the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in the firmament of his power. Praise him according to his mighty acts. Praise him for his excellent greatness. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the psaltery and the harp. Praise him with the timbrel and dance. Praise him with string instruments and organs. Praise him upon the loud sounding cymbals. Praise him upon the high cymbals. Let everything that hath breath praise the name of the Lord. And I saw that every instrument was used to edify and glorify the name of the Lord. And it's the same thing what I do today and what I tell people with that, that no matter what instrument you play, it can be acoustic like a guitar, it can be a horn, or it can even be electric like a keyboard synthesizer or even a sampler. Anything that is used to edify the name of the Lord can be used because we make a joyful noise as it says in Psalm 100. Oh, that is so good. And song and music is, like you said, all throughout scripture. So it's very biblical that we have music and we enjoy music and we worship the Lord with music. And and you do all of that. I mean, you, you appeal to a large audience, you know, at church, Christian base, and yet your music speaks for itself. People just really like the type of music that you have. So it's got a, a great wide variety of appeal. Thank you. You talked about some of the scriptures. Can you expand a little bit more on biblically how you view music? Got some scriptures that you have given that are so good and so profound and so foundational, but I'm just wondering if you have anything else to say about music from a scriptural standpoint. Always you always use that to uplift the name of the Lord. And this is the one, if nobody understands any of the Psalms or knows partial. This is the one part that is in two of the songs. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. And that's what we do. We make a joyful noise with the instruments that we do. And every instrument that we play is therapeutic. And I've seen a lot of people, and especially it has helped a lot of people where they do music therapy for a lot of people who are close to being at home with the Lord or those who are ailing. And when the music is played, it has helped them. It has relieved them. And that's what has what inspired me, that one of my aspirations, even though it is not definite, but I said that one of my goals that I wanted to do was to pursue my doctorate's degree in music therapy to help people because I've always found music to be therapeutic. And I remember there was a time in my life that I was down. And when I was playing music, it, it has helped me. And not just the material that's on commercial radio, but the music that I was doing and I was composing, it became so therapeutic. And when I tried the same thing with a lot of people, I've received testimonies from people saying, thank you. They have thanked me that the music that I do has helped them, and it has helped their marriages, it has helped their mental souls, it has helped their entire lives. 
And I receive that as a blessing. That is really good. And I've never heard of that doctorate degree, but that sounds amazing. And it's a dream of yours. It's a goal and something that you really should pursue because music is such a strong influence from your life and it influences so many people around you. And that's a, that's a good thing to have that as a dream. Definitely. <laughs> you write your songs as well. How, what, what, what was that transition like to just go from, you know, playing an instrument to actually becoming a songwriter? This was something that was just worth within me. And believe it or not, I had no intentions on writing songs. And I was just uh, playing, just, just to play. But when I was just improvising on guitar, I was just doing a lot of chords and just placing them together. And I said, okay, I was doing it together. And it was a song that I created. And the very first song that I ever written, and I never will forget this, is called The Lovely Forest. And I was 11 years old when I wrote it. And I wrote it on guitar. And this was something that many years later that I transcribed it to piano. And from there, I had just written uh, another song. And it just became something where it's, it's now a norm for me. And just writing songs in different styles of music. And I've written songs ranging from jazz to soul to gospel to R&B, to rock, to contemporary Christian. And I've written a lot of songs, and every one of them. And I've noticed that my catalog is over 500 songs, and I had no idea I had written that many. That is a lot of songs to write. And, and that's amazing how it went back to that young age of yours. And it was just something that got inspired within you to be able to do. It became, you know, such a, an important part of your life that it became who you were. Yeah. And, and it really, it comes through, you know, I've, I've seen you perform and only on keyboard though. And, and it is so inspired and it, and it just becomes part of who you are. And that is just totally amazing. Very inspirational to, to really be able to to see and to understand. And since music is such a strong part of your life, do you have an overall philosophy about music? Is it something that you can pinpoint or, or I, because you, music is, is so much of your life and I'm just wondering that connection. Most definitely. There are many languages that are spoken around the globe, but of all these languages, Music is the one language that everybody understands and the one that everybody connects with in universal harmony. And my philosophy, that's, that's the first one. The second philosophy that I have, and I shared this years ago, and I still share it to this day. Music is a universal language that is meant to be shared and expressed throughout all cultures and formats. In life, music holds no boundaries. It is an ongoing process that is meant to be continuous yet everlasting. Music is within the eyes and in the ears of the creator of a song, and putting together the melodies, one can create a universal harmony which makes the world a universal language. That is really good, and that is that is powerful in, in what you are saying. You know, as we move into 
the things that are changing things in the world today. Do you see any of the changes going on in technology, as an example, having an impact upon music one way or the other? Without a doubt, it has. Before then, a lot of the media, physical media, and that still goes on today. And now in this day and age, you have streaming. And I have nothing against streaming music and physical media. But I always said that for one, one cannot hold a stream or read a stream. They have they can only do that with physical media, like an album or a cassette or a CD, where they can read the credits. But with technology, with music, it has made an impact, and this is a plus. And especially like for the recordings that I do in my studio. Whereas if you think back to 35 years ago, in order to get a recording like what I do on my albums, you have to go to a professional recording studio that you have to get it mastered in one house. You got to get it recorded in another house. But whereas now technology has made it so advanced that we can do this in the comfort of our own home without having to leave and what we can put together. And a lot of the equipment that they have, such as the mixing boards, the large analog cassette recorders, now everything has gotten digital and so consolidated that we can do that and we can use that to our advantage. And I tell, and I tell people that either technology can help you or it hurts. But for the most part, not always see the glass as half full that technology has helped because everybody now has access and everybody has a song. Everybody can have access to get their material out. Because before then, anytime somebody wants to put their material out, they have to know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody that's in the recording industry or somebody that can try to give them a hand to get their hand into the door. But whereas now, you can upload these materials on streaming sites such as Spotify, Apple Music, and there are countless other streaming sites where we have a lot of independent artists in this day and age that everybody, there's about, and, and the ratio is about one in every 10 people are an artist. And if you have put in a song out, if you get 1 million streams, or even if you only get 10 streams, you've made an impact. You're already out there. That is good. That is a good word of wisdom. So, you know, even if it's not a huge listening audience, what you, what's in your heart, you have documented, you have played it, and it is out there. And, and it's there for people to come back and, and listen to at some point in the future, which is really good. Most definitely. You, how, how do you feel about AI related to, to music? Has that got a negative or positive impact? Depending on situations, and some people think that uh, with AI, that it hurts the industry, that it puts a lot of the major studios out of business. But in this case, AI can be very helpful in regards to mastering one's recording. For instance, like um, I would use it to master my recordings, and I use a lot of uh, digital audio workstations, and I have one that I used one, one hard disk recorder, and that has helped out. And so depending on how it is used, it can either help or hurt. 
And so AI can help a person become an artist. That's good. You know, you you talked about wanting the doctorate degree and and what other what other things do you have in your future? What are your your visions or your dreams as as you move move forward? Basically, I'm already pursuing them now, which is ministering music to a lot of people. And one of the things that has came to me that I did back in 2010 was I have written a lot of poetry and I have published a book. I came up with an inspirational poetry book called Words of a Word. And it's just based on a lot of inspirational thoughts that I've had. And the book that I published out, it is ministered to a lot of people. I had one couple that said that one of my poems saved their marriage from the brink of divorce. And I had another one received a testimony that said that one of my poems saved them from the brink of thoughts of suicide. I was just so thankful. I said, thank you, bless you, because the Lord has used me as a vessel. And to me, I may be a musician, I may be out there, but to me, I'm the real title that matters to me is a servant, a humble servant of his world. That is so good and so important. And you really, I know you and I see you and I, you convey that, that connection with the Lord and you do have a heart of a servant and your music really speaks to such a wide audience and it's important for so many people. And and I'm just glad that you are doing it. And I, it's, it's interesting to know how long you have been ever since you were a child. Music has been part of your life this way and how beautiful it was woven together with Dawn and you were able to to do that together. It's it's really good. And just I'm looking to see if you can give me my audience, I guess, you know, any words of encouragement about, you know, even like listening to music, especially with this holiday season coming up and just, you know, following what kind of music is important to them, whether whether it's Christian music or whether it's it's soul or whether it's whatever it is. I just want, want to see if you can encourage them to to pour themselves more into listening to music and, and obtain the value from it. Absolutely. Music is part of life. Everybody can relate to it. And certain words and chords can be used to minister to it. And whether it fits with any genre, it can be in jazz, it can be in R&B. Take the time out to listen to that each and every day because music is medicine for the soul. And that's what it does. It relieves the tension. It relieves the thoughts that one goes through. And especially throughout this time of the year where a lot of people can go through a lot of holiday shopping and they go through a lot of stress. And some of the times they never take the time out to listen to a song. If you take that time out, take five minutes, listen to a song, let the words minister to you. Let the chords, let the chords minister to you because each and every note is therapeutic. As Chrissy Jones once said, there are only 12 notes in music. Let those 12 notes minister to you. Let that be a relief to you. Oh, Daryl, that was so good. That's such good words of wisdom to everybody. And it's it's a nice closing note to the dialogue we've had here. I really appreciate this. And thank you for 
everything that you have have said and, and relayed to everyone. And and I just wanted to ask you if there were any closing thoughts that you had for the listening audience. You've, you've given some beautiful inspiration to everyone, but just wanted to give you one more opportunity. Just basically let music be a part of your everyday life. And it's the same thing what I do with everybody and with the bands and with my current band, which I've been with part of for the last 26 years, known as The Fellas. And we do shows around the Midwest. And that's what we do is that we provide not only the entertainment, but to inspire people to just come out to dance and enjoy themselves. That's what music is. Let that be the seed. Each note is a seed that is first within you, and each, each one creates. Each note creates a song. And that's what a seed does. It creates a plant. Let those notes be the plant within your soul. Oh, Daryl, that is so good. Thank you so much for that. And if anyone wants to get hold of you, how may they do it? I'll put it in the show notes as well. Um, but if there's anything you wanted to say now about where they can find your music as an example, uh, please do. Absolutely. You can go to my website is drollarkmusic.com. Again, that's D-R-O-L-A-R-K music.com. And you can hear a lot of clips of my songs from there, which is updated every month. And also, you can go to D space Rollart, and I'm on social media. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter, which is now called X. And I'm on Instagram, Facebook. And they can also purchase my audio CDs. I have a Bandcamp page. You can go to Bandcamp.com and slash D Rollart and you will see a lot of the albums that I have released. And so they can hear that within those sites and also on YouTube as well. So there are various sites. So any place that you have, whether it's Deezer or if it's iTunes or any of the streaming sites, just type up D Rollart and you will find my material there. Thank you, Daryl. And I will put that in the show notes for anybody to to look at that as well. And as as we close tonight, I would like to end with some of your music. So uh, we will play that as we close out. And Daryl, thank you so much for being my guest. And, and everybody, uh, now you've been able to hear from the man who plays the music that you hear every time you go into Timeless Truths. It's at the outro and the intro. And thank you, Daryl. I just... You have such a heart for music, and I, I wanted to have you as a guest so that you could express that with everybody. So thank you so very much. Thank you for having me here. Blessings. Daryl has chosen the following song to play for you. It is the final song that he and Dawn collaborated on together, like was talked about in the interview, and it is called Love You for Life. It is important that you listeners get to hear the artistry of Dawn and Daryl playing together. And it was one of the biggest independent smooth songs in 2023. Here is Love You for Life by the D&D Connection.
Thank you for tuning in to the Timeless Truths Podcast with me, Dr. Christine Van Horn. I hope that you have been inspired and have found this discussion helpful in guiding your family. Please check out my website at drchris.co for additional resources or contact me at chris at drchris.co. See you next week.